Drew Holiday reportedly has the Chicago Bulls on the short list of teams that he would like to play for. But can the Bulls put together a package to realistically bring the point guard to the Chicago Bulls? We're going to talk a little bit about that. We're also going to talk about why the destination that Drew Holiday may ultimately go to could be more hurtful to the Chicago Bulls than Dame going to the Milwaukee Bucks. We're going to talk about that, plus expectations for the Bulls going into the season and why they should be a better team. All that plus more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host, Sarah Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. And we want to talk about this. Like Drew Holiday, it's now been rumored the list of teams that he reportedly would want to go to. And surprisingly enough, the Chicago Bulls are on that list. When you look at the reported list uh, from the Miami Herald, it's the Miami Heat, Los Angeles Clippers, Los Angeles Lakers, Boston Celtics, Chicago Bulls, and the Philadelphia 76ers as destinations that are most appealing to Drew Holiday. And when you look at that, they all they all make sense, right? The Miami Heat, we could talk about the fit there, the fact that they want a point guard, they have contracts and draft picks that they can move, that they were willing to move for the Dame Lillard trade, right? But the biggest question there is, will, for example, uh, Pat Riley even still now do business with the Portland Trailblazers? Because we know how petty Pat Riley can be, right? The Los Angeles Clippers, they're always looking for a point guard down there, even though they have Russell Westbrook. Uh, you can play Drew Holiday and Russell Westbrook together in some lineups, and Drew would be more so that defensive uh, point guard that can also stretch the floor some to open it up for Kawhi and for Paul George there. that That's a, definitely a potential. The Los Angeles Lakers are always looking for whoever's available, right? And Drew Holiday definitely can help them out with their core down there. The Boston Celtics make sense. They have Malcolm Brogdon's contract that they could look to move. They also have a number of draft picks they also can look to move in a case like that. And then you get to the Philadelphia 76ers. If the 76ers were to try to land in my opinion, Drew Holiday, it would have to come via a three-team trade. They would have to try to execute that by sending James Harden to a third team. I don't know about the realistic possibilities of that happening because it seems like the league is kind of out right now when it comes down to, to James Harden. Now, that would leave the Chicago Bulls, right? Can the Chicago Bulls realistically put a package together? Now, I've already had a video uh, going over this in depth on the channel, which I'll link in the description down below if you guys want to kind of check that out. But the $35 million or roughly thereof, of uh, Drew Holiday's contract as of right now makes it almost impossible for the Bulls to move for that move that like they just don't unless they're including DeMar unless the the, the Portland Trailblazers are willing to include or, or to take on Lonzo Ball's contract but even then if they're willing to take on Lonzo Ball's contract what does the draft compensation look like right you still have uh, roughly about another 12 to 13 million dollars you need to to add to that to be able to match that salary right and keep in mind none of the players that we re-signed or signed uh can be traded until i think january 15th right and so you know while i'm glad and it says a lot that drew holiday has the bulls on his shortlist because the fit makes sense right and i know a lot of people are going to say well we have don't we have enough guards well that's why it's called a trade you would be making a trade meaning you have to send some things out right but i think ultimately um, Drew Holiday is a better player than Javon Carter, right? No, it's, that's, there's not even a question. The age, all that aside, like that, he he uh, he's a better player. He gets you so much of what Lonzo Ball gave you, right? But the fact of the matter is, I do not see the Chicago Bulls giving up 
future assets and any of their young players right now for what could be a one-year rental. I just don't see AK and Eversley making that investment. Now, if it could be something where it's mainly built around the Lonzo Ball contract, sending Portland's own first-round pick, basically back to them removing the protections from that pick since we have it until 2028, um, then maybe you can do some business, right? It would probably take giving up Alice Caruso in a case like that, maybe, right? Uh, but then you have to ask yourself, too, is like, Alex Caruso, yes, is an amazing player, and I love Alex Caruso on this Bulls team. But if you're moving Javon Carter at that point to the bench, right, you then theoretically have that. And I saw somebody say, well, the Bulls already have a Drew Holiday. They have Iota Sumu. Iota Sumu right now, while we know we made that comparisons early on, especially after um, Iota's rookie year, right now Iota isn't one-fifth of the player Drew Holiday is. But even with all that said, I don't necessarily see it happening. But I do think that where where Drew Holiday could potentially go could be even more detrimental to the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls were not competing with the Milwaukee Bucks, right? The Milwaukee Bucks, even before trading for Dame Lillard, were looked at as the one, or at least top three. I think even the most uh, pessimistic people on the Milwaukee Bucks, you still look at them as one of the top three teams in the East. They are competing for an Eastern Conference Finals and to make it to the actual NBA Finals. The Bulls aren't even sniffing. But with the Drew Holiday trade, because more other teams that are could be in the middle of the pack could be looking to trade for Drew Holiday, that is a trade. Or, uh, des- those are destinations that could be more hurtful to the Chicago Bulls. You look at the Miami Heat right now, struggling, a team that's, hurt, that's hurting, right, that lost a lot of talent, haven't really replenished a lot of it. If they land Drew Holiday, that right there puts them above that middle of the pack. All those teams kind of fighting between that the, the sixth and 10th and seed, all like if any of those teams get Drew Holiday, it drastically changes that that kind of that balance in the middle of the pack of that Eastern Conference and makes that road more difficult for the Chicago Bulls. So two teams specifically, if you look at the Miami Heat and the Toronto Raptors, the Heat being on Drew's shortlist, the Toronto Raptors being rumored as a team that are interested in Drew Holiday, either one of those teams getting Drew Holiday makes it more difficult for the Chicago Bulls. The New York Knicks getting Drew Holiday, which, again, that with Jalen Brunson, I don't necessarily see, but makes it more difficult for the Chicago Bulls. Uh, The Atlanta Hawks, I don't think are in that talks at all. They're not going to be in that, and that's perfectly fine and cool. But those are the two teams that you are looking at, and if either one of those teams land Drew Holiday, that's when it starts getting more difficult for the Chicago Bulls because those are the teams that they are directly competing against for certain spots in that either play-in or play-off area. And so that is the biggest concern here, right? And not to say that the Chicago Bulls should all of a sudden put themselves in a worse situation long-term by trading for Drew Holiday, if the, and, and that's only if that trade does. I'm not necessarily saying Drew Holiday himself makes the Bulls worse long-term. No, I'm not saying that at all. But I'm not saying that the Chicago Bulls should just make a deal to avoid one of the other teams getting him. But if you can make that deal, if you can bring Drew Holiday to the Chicago Bulls, I don't care about age. I don't care about none of that. Drew Holiday helps and improves the ceiling of the Chicago Bulls team. But you have to do it right, right? You cannot give up another two first-round picks, for example, of your own after we've sent that out uh, previously and we're still trying to rebound from that. I just don't see the Chicago Bulls doing that Personally, I know some Bulls fans care less and they just want to see the Bulls go out and get Drew. But then again, a lot of those fans also just want to see the Bulls just make a move to make a move. They've always wanted to, no matter who and what name's involved. But that is the trade that could really make things a little bit more difficult for the Chicago Bulls, right? Not to say that, you know, we still got to face the Milwaukee Bucks four times a year. And do not get me wrong, but I'm just saying as far as what we're competing for, 
The, the Milwaukee Bucks were always competing for titles. The Chicago Bulls are competing right now to try to make it out the first round of the playoffs. And God forbid, or God hope, that they can make it out the first round of the playoffs, right? So different le- there's levels to this. Drew Holiday, depending on where he goes and where some of these rumored destinations are, could be uh, 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 even more hurtful to the Chicago Bulls and their aspirations, depending on where he goes. But hey, experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. That's kind of my thought process on that. I want to hear from you guys down below and how you feel about it as well. But one of the things that we talked a little bit about yesterday, as far as the Bulls not feeling like a team, and it's some people have taken that headline and have run with it and didn't actually listen to the full interview, and that's fine. That happens. People like Casual Kelder, they do that, right? It is what it is. But when it comes down to it, right, one of the things that, and, and yes, it was bothersome for sure listening to that. And one of the things that I personally took away from that was that it definitely puts a spotlight on coaching as well. But you can't ignore the player part of it, right? But I want to talk about why this team should be more of a team this year and be a better team, right? On top of all of that, when you look at the acquisitions that we made, right, Torrey Craig and Javon Carter helped the cohesion of the Chicago Bulls. They helped that roster fit together a little bit more. Having veteran players that are both defensive dogs that on top of that understand how to go about their role and bring three-point shooting that the Bulls desperately need, yes, fitting in the Chicago, uh, fitting in uh, Javon Carter and Torrey Craig to a team that didn't have a lot of cap flexibility as it is added, adds and ups that ceiling of that Chicago Bulls team. On top of that, our defense should be one of the most legit defenses now. Yes, we were top five in defensive efficiency last season, but that was a little bit fraudulent, and I've explained why a few times on the show. For those that have not seen it, the Chicago Bulls did not fight for offensive rebounds because they rather go up and set up on the defensive side to limit transition points, which is one of the most efficient ways offensive score nowadays. So when you limit that, it's going to up your defensive efficiency absolutely. But now, having Torrey Craig, having Javon Carter, uh, it's definitely going to help tons with that half-court defensive efficiency. So the defense that the Chicago Bulls should have should be really good. Torrey Craig slotting into, for example, the role that was occupied by Javante Green before is going to be a player that brings more legit size, that brings a little bit more toughness. Yes, Javante Green is Javante, and we all love him, and I wish that he was still on this team. But having Torrey Craig there now, what he does with rebounds, specifically offensive rebounds as well, he's a really good offensive rebounder, solid shooter, better shooter than uh, than Javante Green or Derrick Jones Jr., more consistent in those areas. He's definitely going to help that. And we already talked about heavily Javon Carter being that Patrick Beverly replacement and one that we're going to now have for the full season definitely ups that defensive ceiling for the Chicago Bulls as well on top of that three-point shooting. But then when you talk about those two players, you're still adding to that. Alex Caruso, Io DeSumo, uh, Patrick, uh, Patrick Williams, right? You're adding that uh, to the, to team players that are already solid defensively. Andre Drummond, right? Kobe White in the strides he's made defensively. The Chicago Bulls put together a top-five defense last season with what we were lacking. Now, we should much so even more be 
one of the better defenses in the NBA, and that is absolutely going to help it as well. As far as one thing that we got to talk about as well, the Chicago Bulls last year had a point differential of 1.3. That would ha- that should have won the Chicago Bulls 44 games last season, right? But with the Bulls having you know big, giving up big leads, having big shots, missed calls, all these type of things against them, we lost some of those a lot more, more games than what we should have by our point differential. If that holds true this year, with the pr- improvements that we've also made around the team. We should simply win more games. The Chicago Bulls should theoretically win about five or six more games than what they should. Now, that's on paper, right? But it it depends on how the team has to come together, how they bond together. And that is why this training camp period is one that's so important for the Chicago Bulls, right? And we've talked about it, development being a big part of it as well. But building that team identity, right? Feeling more like a team, having more cohesion with that team, having more execution, right? Having pieces that fit better and just help kind of some of the the odds and ends things on this team fit a little bit better together, it's definitely going to take this team to the next level. And that is one, and keep in mind, next level for this team, by that I hope, I'm hoping that means uh, avoiding the play-in, right? I just want to put that in perspective. This team has work that they have to do, but we have talent here. And I didn't even mention, Zach Levine starting off the season fully healthy. Hopefully DeMar DeRozan is fully healthy this season, doesn't have the hamstring injury that he had late in the season, right? And if this team has the relative health to their core that we had last year, right? With the improvements that we've made around this core, the Chicago Bulls team should win more games, but we need to see that identity built by this team, right? And we'll end up seeing that. Uh, you know, there there are still tons of legitimate questions around this team, questions about how this team is going to compete with other teams, how they're going to match up, how are they going to balance that out on offense, right? Does Billy Donovan change the scheme any, right? These are things that we need the answers to, and hopefully we'll see, right? We actually, I think, start off our preseason against the Milwaukee Bucks. So we're going to get to see the new the new look Milwaukee Bucks first, right? Yes, I'll be in a preseason game. But this Bulls team has more fight than what I think a lot of people are giving it. And I understand why Bulls fans tell. I work with one in Steve-O, my little brother, who's just so down on this team right now. And I understand it to a degree, right? But I think that this team is going to surprise some people. And I think this team is going to hopefully be a team that we can be more proud in in the way that they can compete. And that right there could be something alone that wins the Bulls more games, right? That level of competition, how do you that heart that you have as a team, that collective chip on this team shoulder that they've always been better when they have. These are things that we need to see from the Chicago Bulls, right? We need to see that. There's no excuses for it. And if not, it's time. It's time to start looking at changing the core some. A full rebuild, no, right? We've talked about this. And, you know, people can say what they want to say. Every So many people look at the, look at full rebuilds just so it could change their perspective rather than deal with the reality of what this is. Rebuilds rarely work, right? And if they do, it takes a long, 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 long ass time. So let's see what this team's going to do, right? I'm not saying that a rebuild can't be on the horizon. At some point, it's not coming before the next two years, though. I can promise you that. This team has to compete. This team has to find a way to really lock in with what they want to do and who they are. And a lot of that does come down to Zach Levine as well, right? Zach Levine has to come into this season and try to fix the mental mistakes of things that he that he does have in, in certain areas. And so we'll see if the Bulls do that, right? Now, with that said, right, people have asked, well, if the Bulls are looking to make a trade, who are some of the Bulls' biggest trade chips, right? And you have to look at DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine right away if the Bulls are looking to do something major. But outside of that, which I don't think they'll be looking to do something that huge outside of that, really, the Bulls' biggest trade assets are is the the um, 
what is the word that I'm looking for? The trade exception that could be created if the Bulls do absorb a player into the disabled player exception. Because that uh, the team that does that would then, yes, we'd have to send an asset back, whether it be a future second-round pick or whatever else it is, right? We'd have to send something like that back. But ultimately, the Chicago Bulls, um, if they are do do a deal using that disabled player exception, they would create a trade exception for the other team that then the other team would have a calendar year to use, so 12 months to use, which is hugely um, you know, beneficial for the team. So we'll see if the Bulls do that. Um, that may be something that I do a video on later as well, kind of what the Bulls' options are kind of once everything settles. But, hey, let me know what you guys think. Tomorrow is the mailbag, so make sure you guys get those voicemails in. I'll tell you how to do that in a second. Otherwise, make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullsCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related, thanks to you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See red if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media. Media.